Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the nerdy indie uh, comedy Geek Loves Punk. And um, yeah, uh, today's podcast, it is about um, the X-Men comics got me through tough times. Um, But also uh, the reason I wanted, you know, I'm going to keep this kind of short-ish. Yesterday, we found out that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. And I want to say, like, it, it is sad. Uh, and she was such a, uh, excuse my language, she was such a badass, awesome woman, um, and, and she, I don't know, she, to me, she lived such a great life, um, she's so inspiring, um, she, she was just sharp as a tack, uh, you know, um, so it is sad that she passed away, and, um, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to say, uh, I saw in the movie theaters back before COVID-19, um, there's a great movie on the basis of sex. It's about Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, and basically about how she fought for women's rights, um, which is awesome. <laughs> and it really depicted, the, the movie is um, absolutely delightful. Um, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bad at names. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg is played by Felicity Jones, who I find absolutely delightful. And, um, uh, I, I loved Rogue One. And then, um, what's really great about the movie on the basis of sex is it, it had this amazing, um, depiction of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's, oh, by the way, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is in the movie, which is super exciting. Uh, so, uh, there's, the way it depicted Ruth Bader Ginsburg's relationship with her husband in the movie, it was absolutely delightful. So, what's nice about the movie, you have Felicity Jones playing Ruth Bader Ginsburg, fighting for, um, the rights, um, of women, and it it goes into detail in the sense that you... Uh, they were like, like I have friends who are lawyers. Um, I used to work for a law student uh, who who was blind, so I would kind of I you know I would help write documents for her and stuff like that. I would just assist her in various tasks. And um, but anyway, you know I saw I, I really really actually gained a lot of respect for lawyers. Um, and and the, my lawyer friends are amazing. Uh, and, um, they have to know whatever kind of law they're going into. Uh, it could be like corporate law or, you know, immigration law or what have you. They have to know like every law ever, <laughs> like they have to know like all the laws so that the work ethic that it required, uh, to be a lawyer, I actually highly respected the work ethic. Um, yeah, so the thing about this movie, The Basis of Sex, about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, it's a narrative film, um, but it goes into all the different laws that were discriminatory towards women that that most regular people, like you or me, we just didn't know about, right? So it, it goes into all the different ways, like all the different ways women could be discriminated against based on gender or the basis of sex, right? And, um, so it was, uh, it was interesting. I learned a lot. It was fascinating. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Felicity Jones. Um, she, she, she's great. And she was in that movie about, gosh, I totally forget. Um, I think it's called the theory of everything. Um, uh, 
anyway but she she and she was also in rogue one which i i love that movie so she's delightful she's good at playing these like confident smart amazing women right i i love like the roles she gets anyway so um and then army hammer who i i think is very charming actor i just saw mirror mirror on netflix uh which is um pretty uh it's a pretty funny movie and and julia roberts is amazing in mirror mirror i totally recommend mirror mirror uh although netflix is in hot water right now um i tend to not talk too much about controversial stuff uh yeah netflix is in hot water over a movie called cuties um y'all can google that um yeah so (laughs) that's sort of a different podcast if you want me to talk about the netflix and cuties uh you know thing i can totally give my opinion but uh but anyway so um uh, if anything, I think Netflix made a mistake. Like, that's what I'll say. Uh, okay. Uh, so, but anyway, if, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm still, this This might be a controversial thing to say. I still have Netflix, you know, because, yeah. But um, but anyway, there's a movie ca- uh, called Mirror Mirror, and that has Army Hammer in it, and he's, he's, he's very charming. Um, okay, but the point is, what's my point? Okay. Uh, just that the point is like the, on the basis of sex is a great movie, um, and it's uh, Felicity Jones playing Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, Felicity Jones' husband is played by Army Hammer, and um, their relationship—you see their relationship—and it's it's really great. Um, and then I actually never saw that documentary RBG. So uh, my memorial to Ruth uh, Gator Ben. Uh, I'm so oh gosh, sorry guys. Uh, and gals and non-binary people Ruth Bader Ginsburg I'm gonna watch that documentary um this weekend and that will be my memorial to um to Ruth Bader Ginsburg she she lived a phenomenal phenomenal life so she is uh inspiring so because of that um like my roommate texted me and she was really mourning Ruth Bader Ginsburg so because of that um I'm gonna keep this podcast kind of short it's been six minutes. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, so my blog this week was just X-Men comics got me through tough times. And hey, right now it's tough times when Stan Lee passed away. That was a hard one for me um, because of how much his comics meant to me. But, um, but yeah, um, so I'll keep this kind of short, you know, out of respect for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, but okay. So the, the reasons why the X-Men comics got me through tough times uh, X-Men comics gave me a cool place to escape to. So, um, when I was a kid, I talked about this on my YouTube channel, but, um, when I was a kid, I grew up in a very, uh, rural, small town. And honestly, there's great things about it. And then there was like, not awesome things about it. Right. Um, but I wanted to say there were no comic book shops in my town. So, uh, the way I bought comics was I, I got them at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and uh luckily they were at the grocery store so so that i could and that when i think about it because i was looking at my comic book con, con, uh comic book uh, collection from the 1990s when i was a kid and i was like wow i was a pretty dedicated um i was pretty dedicated to because i i actually bought the comics in sequence and um i was you know i was a dedicated comic book reader because i 
you know, and luckily my parents, props to my parents, they did buy me the comics, which is great. So, like, I would, comics weren't that expensive. They're not that expensive now, but I think they're, like, I saw one of my comics. It was $1.15. You can get comics for a dollar now, too, but but anyway. So, I, I would, um, I you know, I'd run to the magazine section. That's where the comics were. And I'd ask my mom, hey, and she'd buy it for me. You know what I mean? So, that was cool. That was really cool. My parents would buy me comic books. Um, so, you know, I talk about this for all intents and purposes. I grew up in an abusive home. I don't go into, I don't go into details because, you know, it's not just my story. It's my sister's story. It's my parents' story. In some ways, it's my grandparents' story. So that's why I don't go into details. And I don't feel like I need to because a lot of y'all grew up in abusive homes as well. And you, you already know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, cause you have your own details of your own. And so what I want to say is my relationship with my mom now is great as an adult and I've had real, real conversations with my mom and I love her and you can see pictures of her on my Instagram. So I, um, I would say, well, I, I yeah, so I'm good with my mom, um, uh, I've definitely forgiven my dad. I can't, I love him, but I can't have these like in-depth conversations with them. It just, it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, but I love him, you know, I mean, in the sense that, you know, he's my dad, right? What you gonna, what you gonna do? <laughs> and on a deeply spiritual level, I've forgiven my dad, but I've also realized recently, I kind of need to, I think I might, because of, um, uh, uh, COVID-19 and all that jazz, I think I might need to go back to therapy or, or yeah, I need to go back to therapy and kind of figure some stuff out. Right. Uh, but anyway, so, um, but for all intents and purposes, I'm a happy person. Uh, so, but yeah, I grew up in an abusive home and as an adult, I'm doing quite well, all things considered. <laughs> uh, but, uh, when I was a cop, when I was a kid, the reason why I love these X-Men comics, I could just open these comics and one, I love people who can draw. I just think it's so cool that people can just draw cool stuff. So the art was always amazing. But also, they gave me a place, a very vast, fascinating, and compelling world to go to. And like, I love to daydream. I still love to daydream to this day, where I could just think about all this I, I like I could daydream and and pretend like I was in this world of the X Men that was complex, um, that had pain, right? Um, but but the X Men always triumphed. And for me, I don't mind. I know, like I don't know, I don't mind it being called the X Men. Um, there's some. I think one of the recent movies, they're like they should call it the X Women, and I'm like, sure, X people. It, it you know. It's all good. <laughs> There's been the X-Force, X-Caliber. Those are actual um, X-Men comics that have existed. So I I'm fine with it being called X-Men. But men tends to mean everybody. But like, hey, I, I, I love the word woman too. And I love uh, women and non-binary people. I love everybody. Okay, so, uh, so the second reason I like the comics is the X-Men have superpowers and, and struggles. And that was really really compelling uh about about the x-men right because i think that's where um like i i love i love everything stanley came up with and and spider-man actually did have his struggles for sure but 
Um, you know, I feel like in some ways Spider-Man was celebrated, like, um, in a, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. I, I, I also collected Spider-Man comics. I thought Spider-Man was like the coolest ever. So I really like Spider-Man comics and, you know, but, uh, but, um, but the X-Men, it, that, that was just quite compelling that, and, and this is sort of true in the Marvel universe in general, but, uh, what, when I realized once I started exploring other comics but excuse me the x-men you know with their with each of them their superpowers usually it comes with some sort of sacrifice or struggle and in my blog if you go to my website um i talked about storm storm is one of my all-time favorite um uh characters on um um, in the X-Men. And I, I do want to say my favorite depiction of Storm is the Storm from the cartoon. And I think all the actors who've played Storm, I think they've done a great job. Um, I just, I'm not sure if they've, and I'm sure special effects is why. I'm sure special effects is why, because special effects are hard. I have friends who do special effects and Props to anyone who actually does special effects. It's kind of a version of animation. And I went to the special effects, um, uh, like, sort of like a conference thingy at uh, here in San Francisco. And, you know, I just, I think it's cool that they, I, I just, I really admire what they do. Oh, I met a guy who did special effects for, like, four or five maybe six but a lot of uh star wars movies because lucasfilm industrial light and magic uh that's a special effects uh company uh, started by george lucas george lucas um yeah that was so cool that i got i i got a picture with them i think it's on my instagram from it was like a year or two ago but it was so cool that I met the guy from, uh, I, met, I don't know, I felt like I was meeting a celebrity. So, And they work hard. They work so hard. So props to special effects people. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if they've quite captured Storm on film the way I always imagined her in the comics. Um, and I think my fa- and, and but all the actresses, I think they all do a great job playing her. But I guess when I read her in the comics, I kind of picture her a little bit differently. That's all. But I, I want to talk about Storm because um, I want to I use her as an example. And by the way, Storm went through this awesome punk rock phase. It, it was just really cool. She had like this freaking amazing um, mohawk and she just looked. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was part of her arc and I, it was a great arc. But OK. The thing about Storm is like she can control the weather and what that means is, like, she's powerful. She's one of the most powerful mutants um, in the X- X-Men universe. So that means she could create tsunamis. She could create uh, hurricanes, like hurricanes and tornadoes that could destroy an entire city. Like, really, she, she controls the weather. She could melt all the ice um, the, 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 the glaciers if she wanted to, she can control the weather, she could, (laughs) so she could literally destroy the world, um, you know, think about how much weather, think how gnarly weather is, how much it can do, how powerful it is, so because of that, one thing they always show about Storm is she has to, uh, keep herself, 
like she has to she always has to stay in control of her powers but she also has to stay control uh, in control of her emotions because what they showed what what they've shown in the comics sometimes is when she's sad so the weather will match her emotions so if she's sad then it'll start raining right oh by the way i love the rain so rain makes me happy but but you know what i mean if she's angry uh the weather can match that where all of a sudden there's thunderstorms and lightning so for her she always has to maintain her inner uh chill she has to be chill you know what i mean that's like a slang term for relaxed she always has to be um kind of in a meditative state sort of like she just always has to uh, re- uh maintain composure she has to have control over her emotions and she does control it and the reason she has to do that is because she literally has the ability to destroy the world with her powers. I love that in the sense that, hey, she's got these awesome superpowers. And the sacrifice, the sacrifice that comes with that, and it kind of goes with, you know, I'm not sure who created the character of Storm, but, you know, when Stanley said with great powers comes great responsibility that's a message to all of us we're all powerful can we stick to a wall and crawl up it no we're not spider-man but but actually um into the into the spider-verse did a great job of showing they literally had everyone wearing a spider-man mask and being like we're all spider-man and um and one of the jokes into into the universe was like uh into the spider-verse that 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 movie's so good it won the oscar it deserved the oscar but um yeah, I forget. I think it's called Into the Spider Verse. You know, Miles Morales, like totally blanking, but you know the movie I'm talking about. Uh, but fantastic movie. Saw it in the theater. Luckily, the directors were there. They came to San Francisco and just int- they were. They seem like the coolest guys ever. <laughs> it was three directors. It was great. Okay, uh, the movie was fantastic. And um, but but anyway, in that movie, uh, you know, he's like we're all spider-man and then miles morales says i'm spider-man because he's discovering his powers and it was it's a great joke when one of the people goes i think they mean it metaphorically (laughs) and they do well what i love about it is they do mean it metaphorically but the metaphor is with with superheroes why i like superheroes we're all powerful we're all powerful right so the power that we have as humans yeah we need to use that it does come with a lot of responsibility, right? Um, I don't like to get, I, I'm not going to get political. That's not my thing. I mean, I have, I have opinions on politics, but, you know, uh, you know, talking a lot about politics isn't my thing. But, um, you know, think about, think about the power of being the president of the United States and um, with great power, and that's a powerful position, comes great responsibility. And you just, if you're going to be president of the United States, you just have to understand that comes with a lot of responsibility, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Let's go back to comics. Okay, so um, with uh, um, oh right, so with Storm, um, yeah, she has these really cool cool powers, um, but then the responsibility she has to have is like the sacrifice. 
she can't really get angry angry and and none of us should get angry angry but she can't really get she can't really screw up or mess up or f up like she has to maintain her inner awesomeness so that she so that she um so that the world stays safe so um there's a sacrifice that comes to that, right? It comes with that. And so I just think that's cool about Storm. Um, I love that, you know, all the X-Men, there's, their powers come with some struggle. And that's, it's a great metaphor for us all that, you know, our stuff, yeah, like if, if we're called to some sort of mission in life, I feel called to a mission of being a filmmaker. It definitely comes with sacrifice. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't make a lot of money doing it, which is fine. But I also have ambition um, that, I, yeah, this is my dream. I want to do this for a living um, because it's just uh, that's what I want to do with my life. Um, I feel I feel a calling and I want to do good in the world like Storm or Spider-Man. I want to do good in the world, right? Okay, so um, the other thing is the, the third thing why I like X-Men comics. The X-Men made me feel less alone in the world um, because like uh, let's let's take it back to Storm. Okay, my one of my first X-Men comics that I read and yeah, the reason I knew about the X-Men was because of the cartoon in the 90s. Great cartoon. So that cartoon, I thought it was amazing. And because of that cartoon, I started reading the comics. But there's there's this um, one of my favorite. Okay, I love Storm. One of my favorite uh, issues with Storm comic book issues. So Storm is using the weather to like I think something like a building has collapsed something like that but she's using wind she's basically using the weather to protect a group of people and she's literally saving their lives and you see her uh, using like wind to carry the stuff away from uh, from the people but the people because she's a mutant and that's the term that's used uh, for the X-Men, they're all mutants. Uh, they're born with these powers, uh, that they didn't choose. Um, but they have them, so they got to make them work. Uh, the, the people that she's saving, they don't like her because she's a mutant and they're throwing stuff at her as she saves their lives because Storm is awesome <laughs> but um the the way it, way it's drawn is gorgeous like she's very well drawn but um <clears throat> the reason i like it is what yeah it's basically like she has to deal with people she has to save the lives of people who don't like her uh because of who she is and she was just born that way and um like uh, a mutant and I like it. She does the right thing. You know what I mean? And the, like, you know, the, those people should not be throwing stuff at her. Like, that's bad. But um, I don't know. I, re I just like that. And so for me, um, I, I was different as a kid because like I like to read a lot. Like my classmates thought it was weird that I like to read books. <laughs> There's a really funny comedian. I'm blanking on her name, but she talked about how they called her spooky reading girl in high school because she just read a lot. She just read books a lot. 
and they thought it was spooky. <laughs> I wish I could remember her name. Uh, but anyway, Google spook, spooky reading girl. I'm sure you'll, sh- I'm sure you'll find the comedian I'm talking about. But, um, uh, oh, right, right, right. Comic books. Um, sorry. To, oh yeah. I was different because I like to read. I was different because I was kind of a tomboy that was thought of as different. And, you know, when, once I hit puberty, 12 or, 12 or 13, I hit puberty. I, I was also living in an abusive home uh, with a very unhappy dad. Like, it was tough. It was tough, you know. Um, my mom had to hustle and work really hard for us to have a, a house to live in, to have food to eat, Right. Um, she was, I learned, I learned my work ethic from my mom. Um, and so, you know, my at home was tough. 12 or 13, I realized I was attracted to girls, you know what I mean? And now I'm like gay. Like it it was tough. It was a tough, a tough, I mean, I'm fine. I'm not asking you to feel sorry for me, but, 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 you know, it was, it was a tough gig. That's all. And I, the reason why I tell these stories is I want you listener to feel I don't want you to feel alone because you're not alone you know your experience my experiences your experiences um we, we've all been all been through a lot of the same stuff you know what I mean in one way or another so that's why I tell my stories but um but yeah so but but I so yeah I, I just I felt different and I was different not bad different isn't bad but different's different and people sometimes don't know and I do want to say I would get kind of like mean comments every once in a while, but I, I, I don't know if I can say I was like bullied necessarily. Uh, I wouldn't say I was bullied. I'd get weird comments, right? Um, I'd get some slightly homophobic comments. Uh, not, I, I did not come out in high school, but, uh, but you know, people sort of figured I might be. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> but still. Uh, but anyway, um, but mainly I just felt, um, I just felt lonely, like really, really lonely. I didn't know any other gay people. I actually didn't know too many other people who read comic books, which is something, I mean, yeah. Uh, this, I just, it was just lonely, you know what I mean? Uh, except for my best friend, Emilio. I had Emilio. And I did have some cool friends who were cool, you know what I mean? But it, yeah, like I said, it just felt lonely. And so reading the X-Men comics made me feel less alone in the world. And so, yeah, so the the X-Men comics got me through. So I recommend X-Men comics. I think they are cool. (laughs) The the 90s is when I started with the comics. Uh, So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read some quotes by Stan Lee, um, creator of the of the X Men, uh, one quote is "Luck's a revolving door. You just need to know when it's your time to walk through." Stanley, I agree with that. I think like with me, the podcast, the like I'm not that it's like tons of work, but the little bit of work I'm doing, uh, I'm just gonna keep going because until luck strikes, right? So because that that's kind of how it works. Okay, all right. Here's Stanley. For men must never feel a cause is hopeless. And I, I'm going to tweak Stanley respectfully. For men, women, non-binary people must never feel a cause is hopeless. 
uh, men, women, non-binary people must never feel an enemy cannot be beaten. And I like that philosophically, right? Whatever the enemy is. If the enemy is right now unemployment, you can beat it. You'll find a job. Uh, if your enemy is sadness or depression, you know, I, I believe you, you're going to figure it out. You're, you're going to figure out a way to just be happy in life. You'll figure it out. So whatever the enemy is, uh, it can, it, it, yeah, uh, uh, the enemy can be beaten, whatever it is, right? Okay, Stanley, and Stanley said, I love the idea of the X-Men being good mutants. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. And I'm going to quote myself. It's a very simple quote. I like the X-Men comics. I think they are cool, Julie Kerr. And you can quote me on that. Okay, so that's my podcast. Um, if you want to know more about me, go to www.juliekerrstudios.com. You can find out about my movies, courses. Uh, oh, actually, I made one movie. Videos, blogs. Uh, you, you can join my email list and get immediate access to exclusive content uh, where I teach you how to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. Um, so, Oh, also, if you join my email list, uh, you'll get discounts. I'll send you discounts on uh, the stuff on my website. Um, okay, so, and then email me. If you join the email list and you're like, Julie, where's my discounts? First of all, your discounts are coming. But I'll, once you sign up, but also just email me and be like, I'll, I'll send you like coupon codes and that kind of thing. Okay. But that's me if you want to know more about me. And then this, this weekend, let's just remember how amazing Ruth Bader Ginsburg was. I'm not good at talking about like politics and that kind of thing. So um, I, I don't feel qualified to extensively, uh, I don't know, because, you know, she's, she was such an intelligent highly intelligent woman and she was so excuse my language she was so badass and awesome so this weekend um it is sad that she's passed away and uh she passed away at 87 years old uh but she lived such an amazing life she was so uh yeah such a such a compelling amazing person so so this weekend uh our memorial to her can be um the movie on the basis of sex, excellent movie about her. And then I never got around to watching RBG, the documentary. So I'm going to do that this weekend. That'll be my memorial to her. So uh, everyone mourning Ruth Bader Ginsburg is in my prayers. Her family, uh, her family and friends are in my prayers as well. Okay. So, um, all right. Um, talk to y'all later. Be good to yourselves and be kind to yourselves um forgive yourselves for any any mistakes you've made in the past and look forward and understand whatever you're going through today um everything's going to be okay i promise okay all right i'm julie kerr writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy geek Plus punk i will talk to y'all uh later love y'all